Hey, this is May, and welcome back to the studio where, as per usual, I bring you some of the country's best indie musicians. This week on the show, I have an artist who's pretty familiar with being on stage, but not necessarily as a musician. I'm talking about stand-up comedian Akash Mehta. He recently dropped his debut record, What a Life, and I gotta say, not that I had low expectations, but I genuinely didn't know what to expect at all. But Akash's debut was really good. On this episode, he tells me about how music was his first love, that he could play about seven different percussive instruments in high school, and how comedy happened, and how this record is like the coming together of five years of journal entries. Also, you'll get a chance to hear him perform three songs from the album, too. Hi, I'm Akash Mehta. I'm on Made in India with me. And this is my song, Over to You. She had a cat, cat, rat-a-tat vision In the kitchen And she dropped the casserole She had a flip-flop aimed at my head Kissed me instead I guess we always control over to you. You know you're always right over to you. I don't wanna fight no more with you. In this prison That you melt inside your brain Baby, you got caught spinning out of control Hands felt so cold Kissing the world's far too Over to you Hi, Akash Mehta. Hi, me. What a weird. I know. So <laughs> who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought? You know what? I have to ask you now. I know you as comedian, but now you're a comedian slash chi. musician. Yeah. Why chi? Slash is such a chi. No. By that logic, though, I was 
कॉमेडियन स्लैश पॉडकास्टर स्लैश दिस स्लैश दैट वो तो फिर चलता ही रहेगा दिस ऑल दिस स्लैश इज क्वेट नॉन सेंस एज लॉन्ग एज यू डोंट कॉल मी कंटेंट क्रिएटर दैट्स द रियल गाली और इन्फ्लुएंसर इन्फ्लुएंसर तो मुंह पे थूकना Like, oh god that hurts my soul. So I'm kind of curious cuz I wanted to understand how the slash musician happened man. Man the music was first man like it was Always? Uh, yeah, I started playing marching band drums in school <gasps> as one does. Uh, no? <laughs> yeah, why no not? No one does. Of are there is a whole band of kids obviously someone has does. <laughs> I was a very good girl. I played piano. I mean keyboard. See but then Casio see so keyboard. in Gujarati family no it's mm. at most they'll give you three triad tabla class like ki dekh le hota hai tere se to. Did you learn tabla? For three classes when I was 9 or something it didn't work out. <laughs> and then in the school I got the marching band and then I fell in love. I was like what the fuck is going on? This is so amazing. How yeah. can you Yeah, yeah, just those rolls and all that we used to practice was just mind blowing. So then that turned into like, oh, let's learn the drums, and then that sort of became, oh, now that I'm playing the drums, what else can I bang and make noise? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was literally that because I remember my friend left his Congo at my house, which is not even like as you do. As no, but the so his dad had it, and then uh, they were gonna throw it out or something, and then his dad was like, "Oh, drum bajata hai na, usko ye de do." And that's I, that's how I got a lot of instruments, by the way. I got just people like people would, left it behind your house. Because they would not want them. Like all these chinterpit, like I got a duffly because What of that. What is a duffly? Duff, right? Na, wo jo duffly, wali that duff. You know the duff. You don't know what a duff is. I feel like you're making it up now. It's a giant. It's like a. It's a thin, big. It's a. How did? I I did play a. Percussive instrument. I did play mridangam in school. Oh, great! That's amazing. I I never got around to figuring it out. I really loved it because yeah. I mean, drumming is so much more different than when I was playing piano. Uh, so it is like one of those things where oh, I can bang this and like fun stuff comes out. Yeah, no. And the rolls <laughs> and the fun stuff and then like yeah. yeah. But think, yeah, so then it kind of expanded very rapidly at some point because so my cousin was also a percussionist. Now he's a doctor. No, he works with the <laughs> government and stuff. So he used to play. So then he opened my brain up. I was like, oh, there's all these other percussive instruments that I could figure out. Oh, so cool. I used to, I started figuring a lot of them out. But I think tenth, eleventh, I was properly like a, I could play like seven, eight different percussive instruments reasonably well. I'm wondering why you didn't bring the bongos here. Yeah, so so that's where the Kahani me twist, you know. Kahani uh, <laughs> me twist. Yeah, because there's a lot of like it's twist me twist. Like uh, you're supposed to be a folk dancer, then the music kind of like cut through the folk dancing, and then okay, for a while, wait, you missed out on the folk <laughs> dancing part. <laughs> I was a child folk dancer. Are you serious? At age, yeah. So at nine, uh, I I had the I'm gonna call it a privilege because it was a mind blowing experience. But I had the privilege to go and represent India in Europe. for the folk dancing thing that happens in europe there's like a <laughs> when you're talking about folk there are many different like in yeah, south yeah. india so, be different uh, from maharashtra our troupe did like four five different dances yeah so there were two kathak people mm-hmm. and then there was the bangda and then there was koli wale dances the maharashtrian tribal dances and what did you do i was in the bangda stuff and oh, the nice. garba stuff yeah <laughs> garba I love you. Make it sound so fancy, like it's garba. But I did folk dance in Europe. Yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> But yes, I went <laughs> at nine. Then I went at like some other age. I think again, I went to China uh, as part of a UNESCO thing for the same purpose. But then, where did dancing and music so then fall by in, the wayside? So injuries. <laughs> I feel like a sports person in that regard. So oh, no. uh, after I think tenth grade or eleventh grade or something, mm. I had a. 
we're going to malaysia that was my big comeback you know after 10th standard like you're like you yeah. can't dance and all cuz you have to do shit and this was the big like let's do this yeah yeah and uh, and then i pulled a back thing and uh, then oh, they were no. like no 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 dance for you so then uh, i still had the tickets and all <laughs> so they were like chalo tu music bajata hai na to chalo sath mein oh so then you just at least played music so yeah i went as an accompanying musician instead okay so dance music yeah but where did comedy comedy was first year of law school and then when comedy happened i was oh. like oh this is my calling yeah i heard your comedy happened because of a girl that you were funny always no so many things we learn because mm. of pretty girls thank <laughs> you so but yeah it was uh, she she just wanted an extra participant and uh, oh that's why Got and it. she was like you're funny so please i said okay okay so one of the things that i do with musicians I'm not yeah. even going to add comedian here is that they all have amazing like I love a good band bio right like mm. a really great band bio or an artist bio because some of them are super intense or yeah. really emo or funny but yours obviously is very simple but there are a couple of things that What does I want to say is this yours the... says terrible comedian oh, closet this is the musician instagram thing yeah There's, you have like on every social and media. it's not uh, oh is this not updated now i've changed the i removed the closet now yeah i was going to say yeah, are you I turned now turned it into music making entity got it so <laughs> i don't think you've changed it everywhere though oh shit i should i should i'm just saying uh-huh. so are you coming out on <laughs> india i am just saying i'm very excited but what kind of made you go out of the closet put your music out oh man trickery Uh, trickery yeah that's why <laughs> like i was duped into releasing my music how dare they almost like it's uh, you know it's like a, i understood about foot in door policy you know this like strategy means in life because yeah so uh, all credit goes to shashwat and lucy only in that regard like yeah. shashwat the producer and lucy from pagalana so i had no interest in doing the thing like if you remember the days back in the days uh, back in the days the of the days, days. you remember in 2011 12 bombay electric company was still around and then Uh, Sudeep was running. Uh, uh, it turned into culture shock. Yeah, yeah. And they had all these open mics. So Correct. that's where comedy kind of also has been a great enabler because that was the first time I even left my house alone after like nine o'clock at night at eighteen, by the way. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like this. There's a world out here. So I did the music open mic and the poetry open mic. And the minute I started doing the music open mic, I realized I had it was just such such a joyless experience because like I have ridiculous anxiety when it comes to public places. Uh, comedy was always worth braving the anxiety for because i felt good at least while i was on stage but with music i didn't feel great on stage you didn't no never i just kind of felt better at home singing it to myself or if there were friends around so yeah. then i kind of made that conscious decision of like okay i'm not going to consciously pursue this plus it was also like at home man like imagine my parents surprise talk broker bichare you know <laughs> accountant aadmi wo log ko ye beta yeah, you know isn't your mom like one of the first like the, women yeah. in bombay stock exchange yeah, yeah. like the first the, the first, first yeah. yeah and oh she became president also this yeah. yeah the first woman president of the bombay stock yeah. exchange and that's it's pretty epic yeah and it's big shoes like not doing shoes i was just like uh, it's like a kind of have to live with the shadow of it for a while Mm-hmm. until you become your own person all of that kind of motivated it where i was just like fuck it just like it's so hard with comedy you kind of felt better you know when you were on stage in front of people and yeah. you enjoyed that but music made you it was you just really... a bad experience so but then you... playing at home was like wow 
So you were that guy at the party that will see a guitar and go, oh, what a coincidence. There's no, no, a guitar no, no. here. No, and then start playing <laughs> the first few chords of like, I don't know. No, no. I can't cover any songs. Stairway or something. No, I no. can't. No. Just your own. Yeah. Maybe I can play a couple of other songs on ukulele, but that's it. Like I can't cover songs You're for shit. guy at the party or new. No, no. I don't go to parties only. <laughs> <laughs> so actually the first song that you played for us is over to you from yeah. your debut album. Yeah. What a life. <laughs> um can you tell me a little bit about the album because from what I know it's a homage to your feelings? Pretty much. It's like a journal of sorts because the songs I've like on this record have been written over like say maybe 5 years or so mm. of time. I sort of they were picked out of a pool of of songs that sort of captured these moments throughout those 5 10 years of my life. Uh, so it's like dear diary literally <laughs> it is genuinely literally that so what's over to you about because over to you sounds like it's a fight that you're just like i'm give up now in context of the album and just on its own i think the overwhelming feeling you got at it's just that it's just over to you just like takes sense but i felt it's also like in a relationship sometimes you reach a point where the perception is there's a negative feeling to it like in terms of giving someone else center stage in the relationship but it doesn't need to be and it's okay for both parties to admit to that idea like oh yes i'm having an episode and oh yes you're giving me the space to have the episode and just take the mood as it sort of comes uh, so that was the idea kind of for that so what's the second song you're going to play for us today Oof. okay so this is uh, sister superior i had a cousin who i was very close to who passed away in 2000 and she had a car accident or something yeah she was sudden. in a she was on a scooter and then oh. a, it is a very ironic death uh, in the sense that yeah she she was uh, run over by a drunk driver on 30th december not even 31st and she was about 22 at the time oh my god she's so young yeah so it was it, it really hits you and we had a very strong bond in terms of music and she was also a vfx artist and the first two years of singing it i used to basically change the verse every time i sang it really because i was like yeah because i was just it was more me talking to her than anything else so every time you'd have like a different conversation with her yeah and the chorus would stay the same because as it is whenever i used to send her songs if the chorus wasn't banging she wouldn't fucking pay attention to them <laughs> she couldn't understand verses yeah, for shit yeah. she wouldn't care so then the verse kind of would change and then at some point i sort of just worked through it and then the last version was the version that stuck. there is like a, a, a i think dave grow said this don't bore us get to the chorus okay so this is uh, sister superior superior you've been gone for a while I've been trying real hard to smile I've been walking around sister I've been Oh 
super curious about. And I think, like I said, you're one of the extremely rare people out of my 260 odd episodes of only, you're only the second comedian yeah. slash musician. And one of the things that I was curious about is that, do you feel like writing for comedy is very different from your writing for music? Yeah, without a doubt. I think uh, comedy is, is a weird art form, if at all, you can call it an art form. It's very objective in its outcome. No matter what you're selling, it has to result in a laugh. It has to culminate in a laugh. Otherwise, it's not yeah. comedy. It could yeah, be yeah. something as a mono act or whatever. Yeah. But with music, there's no, you know, there's no stress like that, right? Like you can just be whatever the fuck you are and what you feel. And there's no pressure to write a joke. Like the best example I can give you is like, I do the show called My Dirty Stands. It's about shoes and fans and capitalism also mostly. But uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> So I'm telling them this story and then I start talking about how my grandmom died the day before I went on a tour. Whoa. Yeah, and then obviously you still end up going on the tour because it's like a three month or course, it ended up being an yeah. eight month long commitment. So then that's the point, right? Like now when something like that happens and you are on tour, like you obviously want to talk about it on stage. But you have to find a way to make a joke about it, which means you have to become okay with it really quickly. Uh, the thing is, like, I feel, like you said, you have more freedom in music, but in comedy, yeah. it's like there's a very specific purpose. Yeah. But I also feel in the other way of, like, how you're receiving it is that you know when something's funny, right? Either it's going to be funny yeah. or it's not. It's it's There is a very black and white. Yeah. I feel like music is so gray and so subjective. A lot of the time people will send me music or something. They'll be like, tell me if you think it's good or not. I'm like, well... That's why I always say that with Made in India, it's about the music that I like. Yeah. So it, it I like it doesn't have to mean necessarily that it, even my team don't like some of the music that I pick. <laughs> They're like, yeah, this is a you song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thanks. But then that's the beauty of music also. Right? You just have to kind of be honest with it. There are a lot of people being honest with their music, but it's not that great. Yeah, that's okay. No, but that's my point. Like there's always somebody for it. Like we live in a country full of a billion people. Maybe that's the thing that you can't say something that is objectively bad music. 
I'm so glad that you played over to you and Sister Superior because those two songs are my favorites. Oh, I'm so glad album. you like that. You know the yeah. the solo for Sister Superior, Uday was playing the solo. He got so stressed out with the solo. Why? Because the stakes are so high on that song specifically. Yeah. Almost on some level because solo. the Yeah, oh man and dude, he couldn't play it for like the first 4 days because he was just like completely bugged out. Oh. Uh, because I also kind of <laughs> was putting that pressure on like listen this has to go to heaven like you understand this has to like That is pressure. Yeah, and has to reach out to the cl- but that's I feel like it was perfect. You told him this guitar solo has to reach heaven? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of beautiful but also very intimidating. Yeah, but and and I think it was worth it like because it was like yeah. three days of stress and then finally But it was like a, a, an excellent guitar solo. Yeah. I was actually going to ask you who did the guitar solo because that's oh. one of my favorite bits. Thanks. So what is your favorite songs? On oh, your own album. I mean, honestly, like "Over to You" is my favorite song to just because that's the one song I just sit and sing just in my play. room also yeah. all the time. And "Love of You," I feel because I feel like that's sort of the energy I need in my life also right now. To love you? No, I mean just "Love of You" is a very I have this very unpopular thing that I keep saying to everyone, which is "Love is a one-way street." Okay. And just take it in silo. Don't take it in context of other things in life. But like, I feel like if you love somebody or something. like them loving you back should have no bearing but then you're looking at it from the perspective of like you to them i mean love could be one way street the other way around so yeah yeah i i agree so but I, when i'm when very loving... happy for it to keep coming my way yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm like give it to me but one way song yeah yeah so i think but i feel like dono baju wo hai and then the, yeah. it's like people confuse a relationship with love which is very different things like a relationship is like a social construct you are in but love is a feeling you have so then when you start making love transactional then it's a problem so love of you like just generally fills me up with like a very positive vibe that's like religion right <laughs> <laughs> feeling like the love i i don't know i think this is a really interesting conversation in terms of I think it's that whole thing of like give but don't have any expectations yeah, that yeah. kind of thing right and I think in that giving only you can find like a deeper layer to yourself and you can find your own inner empathy and there's a lot of love inside all of us like I know it sounds it's crazy no like I, I see that's why is this, this is what music has done to you yeah man like <laughs> comedy we are not allowed to say all this out loud yeah <laughs> and in music you're like well technically this is a music show so you can say all the yeah. stuff <laughs> <laughs> um so I read about this somewhere in a piece that was written by I don't know if it's true or not. Did you have like a short-lived band with Karunesh Thalwar? Yeah, very short-lived band. What was it called? It was not a uh, called. <laughs> it was What? not called anything at that point. They were a drama short. It was uh, Krishna Karunesh was the vocalist. Krishna Purohit uh, yeah Harshvardhan Oberoi and uh, Karunesh Thalwar were on it all. It was a three piece and then he did a drama and I lived in Grand Road they lived in Andheri East. We used to meet in Borivali to jam because that, that was the. No it made no sense to me also, but uh, it made to them somehow, and we practiced a bit. But it was just logistics killed that band. Like Mumbai traffic killed that band <laughs> before it could even get going. Uh, just practicing was so hard, and uh, I was not the most adept drummer at that point in my life. So, so what was you cannot have a name for the band. no because they had two names that Fat Man's Entourage and Millionaire's Pregnant Wives they released two songs with these two different names <laughs> okay if you want to know more you ask Karunesh I don't know man I don't that's all I know so hence short lived yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another thing that I really feel for is that you've said in previous interviews that if you could have had a job yeah it would be as an RJ. Yeah, I would have loved that's my favorite And uh, the midnight slot. Yes. Too. Really? Is that is it that... Welcome to uh the late night hour with me. 
See, I have the thing. I have the. I have the. It's your turn, baby. I would not call anyone baby on radio. Don't do that. Babu, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Just change the letter at the end. Yeah, that that'll fix it. So why didn't you? Did you ever like go hope? Oh, like let me just go and apply to a radio uh, station and be an RJ. So I got very lucky because I got to see the things that happen at a radio station up and close like a couple of times, and then I realized that you can't play the songs you want. Not necessarily. I mean, I was lucky because I did the afternoon show and it was a request show. Yeah. So then I would do. You could filter through requests, or you could even make a fake request, right? That's exactly what I did. Sorry, Kobad, who was our music manager at the time. <laughs> but I used to sometimes go, "Oh, Akash requested for Foo Fighters. Let's play that." <laughs> There's no Akash, no Foo Fighters, but I'm like, why not? That's a, that, to, that's totally something I would do, though. So that makes sense. Thank you. But I also have to say that radio fans are amazing. Yeah. Uh, there were these like group of girls who were One Direction fans and I would at least play one One Direction song every hour for them because it was a five-hour show yeah. and they were amazing like they have defended my honor on Twitter for oh, wow. me and I didn't even ask them to they just did because they're like we got your back girl okay. and they're the as I gotta say 1D fans are the greatest people I've ever met <laughs> So genuinely, if you want to become an RJ, get 1D fans to okay. like love you because they're amazing. <laughs> so now that we're reaching the end mm-hmm. of the show and before your last song, are you uh, pursuing a new career in music or you're continuing with comedy and the slash will be there? Or is the slash taken away in one of those? Uh, if, if you're like looking forward to seeing me perform live somewhere, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, not happening. Is that not happening? Not happening. Why? Why? That's my question. Why? Sunna gana, Spotify pe dala na. Sunna Jio Saavn. And also produced very well by Shashwat Balusu. Shashwat is a dream. He's, He's really like, good. and it's so great because I can really have it out with him. Like, you know, creatively, like we can really like just argue and scream at each other. Really? Yeah. And Is it that stays what you in do? The, not really, but like, I mean, there were a couple of points in that album where, you know, you end up screaming at each other. And yeah. I I think that's very important for the whole thing. I featured his music on the show. I think he released uh, a bunch of singles in 2019. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorites was Forest Fire. Was oh, really dude, good. same, man. What a great fucking... Really One good. day me and my sister. sister yeah. And I, I've sung along to his music so much, I can pretty much mimic his voice with most of it. Shashwat is, is one of the reasons why I even got better at singing, by the way. Because in 2015, 16, two years I lived in Baroda. That's where we met. He oh. was a wee young chap of 17 or 18 or something. And I was maybe 23 or 24. Yeah. And uh, uh, it was because I used to keep singing along with his songs that he would send That's me. So is how a lot of my vocals improved also. I love it. So the last song for today, what are you playing? Okay. So this is sort of the essence of the whole album for me. Uh, it's called Song With Strings. Uh, oh yeah right at the end yeah, it's right time. at the end the story you know we were supposed to record it overnight at Shashwat's house in one library wala room okay, this is, <laughs> okay you have, this album has been recorded under some duress by the way like oh. uh, there was no AC for the entire recording process oh. there was no soundproofing in the place at all can't tell no you can't tell you can in song with strings you can tell because it's one mic for uh, uh, this yeah but then you know the, but then you like that is effect yeah, yeah, yeah. no, like, I'm very happy with the, yeah, you know, Yael Naim had this album, the first album that she put out in that she credited the birds outside. 
because they were in so many other songs. <laughs> this is like so right now doing our videos, Jishnu. I think I've heard trains in your album. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He's recording the night. वो तो हम सबका होता है भाई ये पूरे एरा का कल्चरल आइडेंटिटी वो है कि खाली बिन बॉम्बे यू हियर द ट्रेन हाँ और हाइबिटेड में भी वीडियो डालते हैं ना स्टैंड अप तो यू कैन हियर द ट्रेन इन द बैक यू कैन समटाइम्स यू कैन हियर द फ्लश फ्रॉम द ऊपर का टॉयलेट आल्सो It's a very Mumbai thing to happen. But yeah, though, this song and this song in itself is a fun story because I wrote this for somebody I was with, who I was very close to, and then I thought we were going to get married and all, and then that didn't work out. Yeah. But uh, I and and maybe this was the first red flag because I wrote this song for, her, and mm-hmm. then after she was like, oh my god, it's lovely, and then I uh, then we chilled for a while. Uh, what a few several months go by, and then again one day I pick up a guitar and uh, sitting in the room and we just I start playing it, and she says, oh my god, this song is amazing, and I'm like, oh thank you, and she's like, who wrote this song? And I was like, ah, oh, shit, red flag. <laughs> Why? She couldn't remember. She the... couldn't remember, dude. That should have been the first red flag. How many times you played the song for her in that seven months? Like four times. Yeah. कितनी बार गाएगा आदमी लाइक हर बार मिलके थोड़ी इट्स नॉट लाइक इट्स ऑन स्पॉटिफाई एंड शी कैन लिसन टू इट 25 टाइम्स या एंड नाउ इट फगिंग इज नाउ यू ब्रोक अप विद हर बिकॉज़ शी डिडंट रिकॉग्नाइज द सॉन्ग यू मेड फॉर नो आई डिडंट ब्रेक अप विद शी ब्रो फर्स्टली शी डंप्ड मी आई डिडंट ब्रेक अप विद सॉरी आई एम ब्रिंगिंग अप ओल्ड वुड इट्स लाइक ओल्ड वुड इट्स आर्टिस्ट सॉन्ग नाउ इट्स पेड इन इंडिया सॉरी डूड आई सो लास्ट सॉन्ग इज सॉन्ग्स विद स्ट्रिंग्स या Somewhere along the way, I lost it, and I've been chasing cars ever since. Wouldn't really know what to do if one would stop. Please don't stop. Let me keep on barking. I just wanna write a song with strings.、Mm-hmm. Don't really care if no one sings it. Mm-hmm. Don't really care if no one ever hears this song. As long as I get to sing it. So wherever along the way I floated, past the trees and the moon and the sun, and the pointless deaths of it all, sun crying. Let's begin from the start. I just wanna write a song with strings.、Mm-hmm. Don't really care if no one sings it.、Mm-hmm. Don't really care if no one ever hears this song. As long as I get to sing it. So if you don't mind, I'm gonna make a home inside my heart,、mm-hmm. and I'd love for you to come and rip right through it. 'Cause if you ever find yourself just circling around, I'll still be sitting here singing. I'm so 
lucky that Made in India has become a safe space where artists can speak candidly about their thoughts and emotions. It's really special. Don't worry, Akash, your feelings are safe with me and all the listeners of this podcast. Now, speaking about listeners, if you enjoyed this episode, please support Made in India by subscribing, following, rating, and reviewing us on the podcast app of your choice. Also, don't forget to say hello and wave it to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's at Made in India, M-A-E-D. And, of course, stay tuned for another episode of Made in India next week. Same time, same place. Bye-bye.